0: Um, welcome, everyone, back to That's Not Me, Sincerely, A Sweet Black Girl. And, of course, I am your sweet black girl, Shiny Sweets. And I want to thank everyone for listening to episode one. It was amazing. I had an amazing feeling doing it. I had an amazing feeling letting people know to listen to it. And it did exactly what it was supposed to and encouraged me to keep going and doing episode two and honestly even if it didn't I would have still came back and did episode two so today I'm definitely going to be talking about my title uh that's not me sincerely a sweet black girl breaking generational chains stigmas and bad habits and I'm so serious about this y'all I feel like it's very important so To really get you all to understand my intentions and my thought process, I'm going to start off with getting a little more in depth with the first half of the title, Breaking Generational Chains. With Breaking Generational Chains, there's a few things that I feel we should definitely understand first. For one, Breaking Generational Chains is never to damage, you know, a relationship between you and somebody that's, you know, a generation before you breaking generational chains is never to discredit the generations before you It's simply to me personally It's simple simply to adjust and adapt to different things in your generation and bring your family along with you you know and you all be able to understand how things have changed and different ways to think and different ways to you know move around just so you all can be happy individually and as one that's the main goal. I would love everybody to be happy, as happy as they can. You know, it is life. So, you know, it's no fairy tale, but definitely want to touch on happiness within the family and even when you're by yourself to just know that you and your family are good and y'all understand each other, even if y'all have differences or, you know, came from different, you know, ways of life or not technically different ways of life, but, you know, maneuver different. It's a different generation. I'm pretty sure if you're around someone like a great, great grandparent or a grandparent that's two generations ahead of you, then y'all are going to have some different ways of approaching things and different ways of thinking. And I definitely feel like each generation brings something that's important that should be kept and should be respected. But also, each generation that comes after brings a fresh idea and brings something new, something that might be a little easier than the ways that the generation before were dealing with things or handling things. Um, I feel like that's what it's all about making it easier already come from a hard walk of life in general um just being on this planet earth so i feel like it's very important to make things smarter do things smarter and easier and all that comes with time and with time comes new generations so you know it's just something that i feel like we can't avoid but if you're gonna face it let's do it the best way that we can And do it as one in explaining generational chains you first need to understand what it is uh that's kind of a new term usually it's a generational gap generational difference but those two terms are more so to explain generational chain is like all right i'm linked up to this shit and it's time to unchain myself it's time to break this shit and go a different way than what's been been going before. Generational gap basically is the amount of time in between each generation that makes them drastically different. For one, and this is a list that I found online, and I don't know if this list will keep going as life goes on. I'm pretty sure it will because I mean, we make up stuff every day. It's a new name for something like you just pull stuff out of thin air and give it a name. The first on the list of what we have heard forever is traditionalists. Those are the grandparents or great grandparents from like the 1940s. You know, like they were kicking and moving and doing all that stuff way long before I was thought of. And for me, this would be me talking about my great grandmother. I want to say maybe not even. Yeah, my great grandmother, one of my great grandmothers was actually born way before the 40s. So I guess this was her time of having some fun. I guess she was an adult around this time. Um, Yeah, she was about mm, she was about in her 20s at this time. So, yeah, definitely in the 40s. My great grandmother was living her best life. Uh, The next generation would be baby boomers. Baby boomers will be from around that time to The 60s. So that's gonna be my grandma. Yeah. Um, my grandma definitely was is an amazing woman. I from what I know, you know, you all everybody loves grandma. Um, that's just how it is. But they were the baby boomers, so I guess they were getting it on and they were having all these babies and these big old families, which I know so many people, like even well, my great grandmother herself had 15 kids, if I'm not mistaken. And her children had a lot of kids too. So, yeah, those traditionalists and baby boomers are very similar when it comes to the amount of kids they were having. But they took care of their kids and it was all about family. I do know that. I'm pretty sure it was a lot of ins and outs and ups and downs, a lot of things that are very similar to how things are today, uh, the good and the bad. But see, the difference between now and then is definitely the silence wasn't talked about a lot of stuff wasn't highlighted you kind of like swept it under the rug i know y'all know the saying what happens in my house stays in this house that saying went from the baby boomers to generation x generation x is going to be like the 60s to the 70s you know um mid 70s those are going to be our parents if you're around my age um and they were lit I think they were the generation that was like you know what we tired of these traditional ass people we tired of these baby boomers I mean I'm pretty sure they didn't say it like that but those first two generations had a lot of the same mind thought uh, thoughts and mind processing and all that stuff like that so I'm pretty sure especially especially the way that we watched these movies back and how the people were acting in the, the 60s and 70s, they were ready to party and get to the money and climb these corporate ladders and by any means necessary, along with still dealing with some of the same thing, a lot of the same things that not only we deal with now, but they definitely deal with even more back in the 40s and 50s and 60s, which would be, you know, the cultural differences and the Racial issues that we still, it's like, I can't talk about this without saying we still deal with this every day today. You would think, after, you know, it's five generations walking on this earth, that things would be way, way more civil and loving than it has been in the past. But it seems like in 2019, and plus in the last few years, Shit has just been hitting the fan. So, yeah, Generation X definitely, they were the bad boys. They were the bad boys. They was the hot mamas. They was out here, you know, trying to shake a tail feather a little bit. But Generation X also goes into millennials as well. So you're not safe just because you're in the 70s does not mean that you're not a millennial. You are because you have a little bit of different ways of how you think. And you definitely move very, very differently. This is when things started to drastically change is the last two on the list, which would be millennials and Generation Z. And for millennials, we actually are called Gen Y as well. And Generation Z, y'all have like three different names. This is a lot of information to take in so many different names for us once again labels 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 yeah so millennials 77 to 95 77 to 95 you are a millennial that's a lot of us that's enough of us um because it looks like let's see generation x has a 10 year span or 11 baby boomers have a mm, Twenty, almost twenty years span, eighteen years, and then traditionalists are anything from the forty-five, from the forties and before. So yeah, Generation X, y'all had a very short span. But you know, I ain't gonna get into that because that ain't none of my business. But um, (laughs) I think that ten years wasn't enough development for you guys. But yeah, Millennials definitely from seventy-seven to ninety-five. That's that's a lot that's um very similar to baby boomers so this world is basically i guess if you look at this list this world is basically majority baby boomers and millennials so we have a little span of people you know that's in between us and then we have of course 96 to now anybody born now are going to be generation z i don't know how long that's going to go uh (laughs) I just think they should just stop right here with this list because it's just going to get ridiculous, like whatever. But millennials, I love us. I love how we are able to adapt. I love how we are able to think of different things and think in different ways. And the thing about it is we have these problems of bridging the gap or getting some understanding or breaking these chains. And we had to learn from somebody. So in saying that, growing up as a millennial, our teachers, our coaches, our counselors, you know, summer camp counselors, whatever you want to be, you know, people around us, adults around us were a part of the three generations before us. And y'all taught us to think outside the box and to think differently and to, you know, do different things. And then, but then when it comes into the family it's an issue and some of these families have teachers in them some of these families have police officers some of these families have doctors you know people that are innovative and that's out into you know the what is going on in the world and then when they get home some of them don't hold those same standards that they hold outside the home or in the home and they revert back to what they know From the generation before them, it's like almost like everything that they're trying to push and teach outside this, you know, their home doesn't apply in this home. And that comes from that saying of what goes on in this house stays in this house. And I feel like that is such an issue. and has caused caused so much damage because so many people have been hurt. So many children have been abused. Um, So many wives and mothers and, you know, have been abandoned and they just take it and they move on with it and they don't say anything about it. They, you know, didn't ask for help back in the day. I mean, now, even in the last 15 to 16 years, the amount of help, real help, has, you know, Increase a lot compared to how it was, you know, back in the day because I mean, the only ones that you thought needed help was the ones that was on the street back in the days. You know, you ain't think about the mom with the three kids that was, you know, in the apartment building and her baby's father one of them is you know dead and one of them is in jail or whatever you know it's all types of stories y'all people pass away unexpectedly leaving people in situations that they never thought they would be in as you know and having to raise a family um people make decisions to leave their family and leave people in situations that they can't you know maneuver how they thought they would you know wasn't what they the situation they thought they would be in and that's when things just start spiraling and just start going downhill and i really feel like with millennials um we definitely started being like look look bruh i ain't dealing with this shit no more That's when you start seeing people getting the keys card, windows being broken, tires being slashed. That, trust me, a little piece of the millennials and a little piece of Generation X was definitely about to fuck your shit up. Okay. (laughs) If you were out here doing anything um, and getting caught, oh, you were mad. You were gonna get revenge. You were gonna get yours. But that was only a tiny bit of people that would do that. But I feel like just that carry on with The children that was watching so i'm gonna break it down and make this a little bit more understanding um where things where generational chains and gaps and stuff becomes into play seriously so if you're a mother and you have children and you decide or your whatever happens in your relationship with the person that you have children with doesn't go accordingly or how you plan and it's a lot of stuff to take in with that I have to say millennials because it says 77. So I would definitely say um, this is when things starting to be. uh, I'm not taking no shit or you were taking the shit and now your home is broken. This is where things become different. You didn't have a lot of broken homes in the baby boomers time or traditionalist times. But once Generation X hit 65 to 76, I definitely say the epidemic of a broken home, a broken family was at an all-time high. And it definitely leaked over into the future of millennials and the future of Generation Z. Um, right now, because millennials are still young and still in their prime to make changes, I feel like everybody can make changes no matter what your age is, but right now we are the generation that's out here in the world, in the workforce speaking out and doing a lot of things. I feel like we witnessed a lot of pain from our parents and we witnessed a lot of what we had a lot of missed, a lot of questions, I guess you can say that we didn't really get or understand until now. And we want to bring our parents out of that pain. We want to bring our parents out of that hurt. We want to talk about it. And that's right. That right there is breaking a generational chain. We want to talk. We don't want to push it under the rug. We don't want to, what happens in this house stays in this house. Now, nobody's telling you to go scream on the top of your lungs about everything that's going on in your personal life and your, in your family's life. But, definitely, you know, express to your family members, like if you know something or if you saw something that, you know, affected them very badly or deeply, if you under, you know, if you can emphasize, emphasize, I think I said, yeah, I don't know why it sounds crazy coming out my mouth. If you can give empathy with people who you have seen hurt, that means so much to you and try to help Not only them, but help yourself as well, because that is just the most important thing. That is what's going to get us to the next step. That's what's going to help with a lot of healing. I feel like the thing with Generation X, and I'm going to talk about these two generations the most because I've lived it. Generation Z, yeah, I've lived that too. But I have younger siblings that's in that age range. And I don't really, we have some of the same thoughts and ideas, but I'm pretty sure that they have even different ways to think than I do that I can learn from. So I can't really speak too much on the future, just like I can't speak too much on traditionalists or baby boomers. But Generation X and Millennials, the relationship is basically what I can definitely speak on because I have a lot of friends that's my age, obviously. If you don't understand, generations are the range of, you know, births and You know, what we encounter together as one and our perspective on leadership and religiousness and our values and what we believe. That's all affected by, you know, these generational stages in life. So it's just really, really, really important to understand who you are working with and how to approach people. And people think that is so hard, but it's not. You can talk to somebody that's a traditionalist. You can talk to somebody that's a baby boomer. But you have to know, like, obviously, you can you can tell if you're speaking to a man that's like in your 70s or 80s. And I'm not going to walk up to him and be like, yo, what's up? Like, you know, how you doing? Um, Like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, he's going to be... Uh, if he's very uh, real elder he's going to be frightened okay <laughs> they are they work different and now they're in old age so even if they were trying to adapt it's going to take even longer Unless they have kids that's around them all the time and they just get it but no you know who you're approaching you know who you're talking to who you're in contact with and it's okay to be respectful it's okay to be aware of how to approach people and for me I just approach everybody with respect and then I fill out who I'm talking to and I continue the conversation like that. A lot of people feel like they're misunderstood and nobody gets them and this and and that because they're so absorbed and, you know, with them and how they want to act and how they want to talk. And it's all about them. Like, no, this is a world. (laughs) It's a lie. You're not the only person here. If you're just going to be all about you, you're just going to end up having a nasty attitude. You're going to be looked at like, I don't want to talk to that person. They're self-centered. You know, you're just going to not have a good rep. But if you're a person that really understands how different people are and the different stages of life that we come from, and you use that in your approach to connecting with people, I feel like you definitely will get somewhere that we haven't gotten before basically like that is to me is simple to others it's not but with all of this we will definitely be hitting on you know topics and different ways to maneuver through the generational gap and how to break certain chains and we will definitely talk about what the chains are that we need to break through. Um I definitely want to just give you I was starting off to give you a little insight, a little story just to see if you understand what I mean and why these chains need to be broken is like I was saying if you're a mother and your relationship didn't go how you expected those habits that you have and how you respond or how you block things off or if you have that what happens in this house stays in this house mindset your intentions i would definitely say is to protect your family and keep it moving and do what you have to do especially if you have young ones you know that you need to take care of but it's the things that we don't pay attention to that starts to make this generational chain connect and link up together. And that's things, like I said, uh, what happens in this house stays in this house. So if you're not talking about it and it stays in that house, how are you dealing with it? Where is that anger going to? Where is that anger coming from? And who else is being affected by this pain and this hurt? Everybody is different. We have people that abuse Children, we have people that abuse drugs, we have people that abuse alcohol, we have people that abuse themselves, you know, so any of these instances can be what was occurring in these homes between these two generations of Generation X and Millennials as children. And with any of those effects going on, you don't necessarily have to. Like I said, you have different ways to, you know, cope with things. So you don't necessarily have to harm your child. And, you know, you can be taking care of your child. You can be providing for your child. But if your child sees you in a low, low point or. Yeah, I think children are sponges. We absorb stuff forever. People are sponges. Children, they could absorb it. And don't realize that this is what they absorb until they become an adult because they're children. But, yeah, we absorb everything. So if you have a child that has watched you go through the mud and go down through, you know, and hold it down and take care of them, they're going to always respect you for doing that. But they also are going to get a idea of, okay, so this is something bad happened to my mom or something bad happened to my dad. And the way they dealt with it was keeping it pushing no emotions and working until their deathbed to avoid everything we can take that and say this is what i don't want to do or we can do like most people and take that and still say this is not this is what i don't want to do and end up doing it somehow because it's subconsciously in our minds it's a genetic thing the same way that your parent can trigger that thought in your head or think a certain type of way we are capable of doing the same thing because we are connected we are we have the same genes, so it's not like it's crazy like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree like that's not just some weird thing like no like a tree is rooted you know and these roots go throughout the tree into branches and they, but they're all still connected in some type of way so that's the same thing with us and if you that can be triggered in your mom or your dad and this can be triggered into you but with the new generation we give ourselves a choice and a lot of people don't I feel like we're moving more into giving ourselves a choice and realizing that we have a choice in certain ways that we do certain things and that it's okay to be like yeah nah I don't want to do the same thing like dad did like I see I'm going down this path let me check myself and figure out a different way You know, so I can feel better or so I can be more successful. Like another saying that we always get is I want you to be better than me and we will. And that's the plan. And y'all are teaching us how to be better than you. But don't tell me to be better than you. And then when I'm trying to be better than you and doing things in a different way, you take it in offense. Or you take it in. this is how I was raised and this is how I do things and that's where the pain continues and that's why breaking generational chains become so difficult because we get offended by change especially if it's somebody that's close to us that feel like knows you and you feel like understands you and accepts you for who you are which is very true but once you start once one person starts to change and to try to do things in a different way it doesn't really have anything to do with you but it does if that makes sense so when you start to change you're doing it for yourself but you're doing it to inspire others so therefore it does have something to do with you you know And I just want y'all to really understand that when we start to change ourselves, we start to change the people around us. And then that's when sometimes we lose friends, we lose family, you know, um, we lose sight of things that used to be like, oh, yeah, that's what I want. That's what I'm going to get. And then all of a sudden you're like, no, that didn't make sense. I was seeing that with another pair of eyes. That's what change brings you. And millennials are up for change more than Generation X and Generation Z actually expects change even more like they're ready for it. They're like, all right, cool. I did that, done that, got it going. What's next? It's important that we pay attention to how each generation moves and changes and you can't, you just have to be optimistic and understanding. And in order to be optimistic, in order to be understanding, you have to break through barriers. And this all comes full circle, guys. Um, It all comes full circle. It might sound like, you're like, what are you, what is she talking about? Like, this is, no, this is making complete sense. Um, It's a circle of life. Let's go back to the Lion King. <laughs> it's a circle of life. Everything comes full circle. Everything goes you know, what goes around comes around, but it doesn't have to be exactly like that. When it comes back around, it can be better, you know, but we just have to be open to thinking differently and respecting each other and understanding like, okay, this is what worked for me, but this is not what works for the ones who are under me. And something's working for them. So I want to know what's working for them so maybe it can help me. You know, maybe it can help me a little better. Like you just have to be open, guys. Um being open and just being honest with yourself definitely takes things to the next level and I want to go to the next level. I want you to go to the next level. I want to go to the next level and I want to get out of the label that society has on certain types of households i want to get um away from the label that society has on certain dynamics of families it's just i my family has broken so many stigmas and all this type of stuff that nobody would really be like oh we broke a chain like sometimes you break chains without even saying oh i'm about to break this generational chain like stop putting so much stress on that like just develop yourself evolve yourself and communicate and be honest and then these chains will start to be you know broken and sometimes you might have to hold off on a chain and be like you know what i'm gonna come back for that one later i'm gonna go work on this one because that's not working Like I said, everybody works on different pages. Everybody's not as open to changing, especially when you're changing. And one thing I definitely want to put out there, because a lot of people think this and I feel like it is so not true, especially when it comes to change, is when you change, you expect others to change with you. That's not true. If anybody decides to do things differently in their life and decides to um express their own individualness i guess you could say that doesn't have anything to do with other people per se now in order to change you you have to include other people that's fine but in including other people you let them know what you are doing to change um you don't make them feel like everything they have done in their life is wrong you simply try to talk to them Now, if you come across people that affects how you are changing in your life and they're not open to it. For me, my best advice would be to, like I said, give that change some time. Um, Don't try to force anything and let time pass and work on something else and work and continue to evolve yourself in other areas. You don't want to be so focused on changing something and then that just causes more conflict and that causes more pain and more anger just because you're trying to fix it. Uh if somebody's not open to talking to you about something that affected you, you're gonna have to deal with it, but you're gonna have to be able to say, Well, all right, I'm gonna come back to this. Um, it is gonna get fixed, but let me let me re refocus on something different. And that's okay. But you also have to know that sometimes when you are changing, it makes other people have to face certain things that they don't want to face. If they don't want to face something that affected you, that means it's a chance that it affected them way, way, way more. You have to be respectful to that because, like I said, you don't want to be selfish and you can be selfish on either side. Now, if you're just one of those people that just don't want to change and you don't want to talk about nothing and you don't care and you can move on with your life and do what you want to do and it's all about you, then you're going to be left in that space by yourself. If you are a selfish person and all you're thinking about is I'm changing, I'm changing. You need to change because I'm changing. You're going to change into a whole space (laughs) by yourself. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess you might feel like, oh, I found people that's like me. But in all honesty, If you're changing for your family or for you to be better, it doesn't help if you're exiting, exiting out those people that's not ready yet. Like because eventually those are the same people that you have needed so many other times in your life and you can't just be wash your hands and be done with something at a moment of they don't want to do what I want to do that's not good on either side. So we definitely have to take the selfishness out of breaking a generational chain. But we also have to be aware enough to be a little selfish in the sense of moving on to the next thing to take care of other things that you need to take care of for you. And just leaving this right here where it's at until the time comes. That is very, very important because you don't want to. It's no point in breaking generational chains if you're just going to ruin relationships the wrong way you know like if somebody just doesn't want to be a part of it that's completely their decision but never force anybody to do anything or x out anybody because they're not doing it on your time or when you want them to uh to me that's very important but another thing i definitely want to i'm gonna keep going because it's a lot of points and a lot of things we have to think about and sometimes we don't want to think about things because it takes a lot of energy. But it takes so much energy and being hurt and being in pain and being sad and depressed and confused. I don't i rather think about ways to fix stuff and being careful than to be in that state of mind. Another thing that is very important for the people that's wanting to change or for the family members or friends or whatever the case is that are kind of skeptical about this change. You definitely if it's something that's been going on for a long time, don't use selfishness as a target and let me explain that so if there's an issue that's been going on for a long long time that has been um expressed or has been talked about or, you know, just had conversations about and healing top, you know, healing conversations about it. Like, okay, hey, this is a problem. This is an issue. You have to recognize that time, even if it's not in a time of you saying, hey, I'm changing shit. But if that's something that's just been lingering on for a while, and it's number one on your list, I feel like that needs to get the maximum respect. Like, let me give an example. If you have a couple And infidelity has been a issue for a while and you get to a point where you decide that you want to change things when you start to change and you start to move different, that person that's a part of that infidelity it's a chance that they'll say, you just want me to change because you changing. And they might forget all the previous conversations, and all the previous pain, all the previous hurt that you dealt with, with these infidelity issues. So if you come into a situation like that, that's the perfect time to be like, you know what? I'm going to leave this situation here and infidelity issues that's that's different because of course people who are married they're going to definitely move different they're not going to leave that type of situation alone they're going to move forward and what's best for them but in any instance of somebody switching the switching the storyline on you saying oh you just want me to change because you're changing definitely just let that person have their time let that person think and like I said move on to something else on how you can evolve And moving on to something else can be simply adjusting things that you do that might give you a bad stigma or might put you a part of a stereotype that you're like, that's not me. I'm not that stereotype. So you have something else to focus on now. You know, your life doesn't revolve around one thing or one person or, you know, one idea that you have to do or something like that. So it's okay to leave that generational chain that you're trying to break. Leave that alone right now. And move on to breaking stigmas. So that's going to be all for me today on That's Not Me. Sincerely, a sweet black girl. And hopefully I gave you guys plenty of insight on how I'm going to be using my voice and changing generational change for myself and giving you guys ideas on how to approach breaking generational chains for yourself. And we're going to keep pushing. We're going to go to the next level. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am Shiny Sweets, the sweetest little thing in your ear. And that's a wrap on episode two.